Testing, testing, one, two, three. And am I gonna have to project? Yeah, talk loud. Okay. Okay, hey guys, welcome to maybe episode two, unless I decide not to release episode one. Episode one of um, me in cars with friends talking about things. It's a working name. What? In cars? Me and Addy are in different cars. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm We're screaming through the window. That's why I need to project. That's why she needs to yell. No, you're right. It's in, in one car. Mm. In my car. Anyways, so um, I have my dear friend Addy with me today. Addy, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Addy. Where are you from? <laughs> um, I currently live in Kona. Originally born and raised in the Bay Area, California. In the Bay Area. In the Bay Area. East Bay. Go Warriors. Go Warriors. Or something. I love the, oh, like basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was like your high school team. No, it's Eagles. Uh, the Eagles? Mm. I hate the Eagles. Whatever. Whatever. I mean, like, the football Eagles. I'm but sure your football Eagles are fine. No, they suck. Okay, well, you were on the Eagles. Sorry that you that you were bad. Um, currently, just to bring you into the story, me and Addie are drinking a Starbucks, and there's a motorcycle, and my AC doesn't work, so we're so closing the windows Sorry. for the sake of the podcast. Um, my oh yeah, we got we just got free Starbucks, which was yeah. really fun. Such a good time, um, and we are now driving back to my apartment, and so. We haven't thought of the topic today. We haven't. We haven't. Um, so that's that's our first call is if you are listening, please send in suggestions. Send in questions that you want to hear about. I actually asked people on my Instagram um, what I should talk about, but I don't really remember if there were any responses or what the responses were. We have, we have talked about a lot today. Yeah. Should we talk about a little bit of what we talked about? Yeah. Okay. So... Today, we'll kind of, let's like reenact earlier. Okay. Okay. Tears and everything. Yeah, I'm going to cry. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, basically, I came to Addie today because I had a bit of a swirly moment, um, which I think is a pretty common thing for a lot of people, which she reassured me, which What's is really nice. Uh, what is a swirly moment? Um, it's where you stand and you spin your arms above your head. And you just swirl around <laughs> like a tornado. That's not what a swirly That's moment not is. It. Okay, a swirl, I guess, let me let, let me not use Christianese and say that I had a moment of questioning what my worth, what my purpose was, what my value was, and how to, how do I not miss God? Right? Yeah, basically. It was essentially what I was kind of expressing to her, um... Which, and she said this, but I think we all kind of go through that. And I think sometimes in those moments, we can feel so alone in them. Especially when comparison starts to come in and we begin to look at other people. And we're like, everyone else has their stuff together. Which can kind of keep us in this um, swirl. Or questioning or kind of um, confusion and cluttered mindedness. And um, so anyways, I went to Addie. And basically just shared my heart, and she had some really awesome responses. So, Addie, I guess, how would you, how do you deal? I guess that's the first thing I'd want to hear is, like, how do you deal with 
personal swirl. Um, and if you have any like golden tools, some quick golden. Let's uh, first question I guess would be like, how do you personally deal with swirl That's, or questioning? That is a good question. Um, it's not quite what we Thank covered you. today. Yeah. Well, I thought I'm just curious now. Yeah. Ask new questions, great. but if we can, we can <laughs> go back to what we yeah talked about a little bit too. Um, yeah, I think I think for me, um, because swirl happens, it's inevitable. I think it's inevitable. I think swirl, depending on on where you're at in general in life. Um, it's gonna happen, and what what you do with it, and how long you stay in it, I think is the determining factor of like, of just like your, your walk and okay. in the depth and, and like how you go forward. And when we talk about like our walk, are we talking about with God? With, with God, with in life, right? Yeah. Um, swirl, like I guess you could say it comes, it comes from like a, a downward spiral. Like is that that's mm-hmm. where it kind of comes, but. Swirl. It's the in the middle of the downward spiral. Spiral. Um, but often we don't want to get to the downward part, and we want to rise above this, this swirl, right? Yeah. So for me, um, when I start to swirl out, it's not really a matter of if, but when. Um, I I often have to um, take into account my circumstances, which don't should it shouldn't determine my, or affect me. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm getting into, like, I guess, unnecessary theology of that swirl. What I do when I swirl out is I I have to take a moment to really just breathe. Mm. Right? And I have to to remind myself, like, oh, these things I'm listening to, these potential lies even of, like, questions of like what am I doing what am I am I worth really anything am I actually loved am I like is what I'm doing what does it matter like like these things these questions aren't bad questions within and of itself it's it's what I answer them with um so often my when I'm in this world my go-to answer is our negative or our lies that we in our walk with, with the Lord Um, 
one from the Lord with truth. Hey, don't interrupt me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. Swirl, 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 swirl. Um, you have to open up and be like, okay, I, I'm humbling myself mm-hmm. in receiving truth by opening up my arms, not barring myself from, from God because actually he wants to draw nearer to me in this moment than, than ever and he's wow. not far off and I and I have to receive what he says about me yeah right and I think I just want to comment on yeah. that I think coming from a place of like unless you've had that revelation mm. that God loves you and all that stuff right. I think it's harder to get to that point right and so I think that even in that it is kind of like if you're finding yourself going to a place of swirl and whatever and you're like I you know like how can you receive if you don't actually know you know like how can you believe that God loves you if you don't like know it so I think that's going a little bit more like belief like what's what do I believe and what's the root of my beliefs and yeah which I think comes to my second point of not only going to God first but then you know so often the posture of receiving in your open arms invites other people in as well and I think that's mm. that's something that I really like for you Lydia today was so important expose me was so important <laughs> like like you so often in our swirl we're like no we can do this on my own mm. like you said like we have to go out about it alone we have to fix it so that when we present ourselves to somebody else that we've got it all figured out Right, and that's a lie within and of itself. Yeah. But like in in those swirl moments, the healthiest thing for you to do is one, open your arms up to receive truth, and two, open your arms up to somebody else that can speak that truth. Yeah. Which can speak into that to give you that push you towards a revelation of Jesus yeah. if you can't hear for him from yourself. That's so good. And and over the years it's just kind of what I've had to learn to do. But I, I, I am naturally um, a really independent person mm-hmm. and naturally I I do want to give off that that facade that I have it all together yeah. and, that, and that I don't have anything wrong with me because that's vulnerable I'm not naturally vulnerable and it's something I've had to work on and I think in a place of swirl you have to be vulnerable you are vulnerable but you have to show that and, and be vulnerable Right, in the sense of like, here are my weaknesses. Yeah. I am weak in this area and I cannot, I can't do this. Yeah. One of the best um, things I heard recently about vulnerability is I think we live in a very vulnerable world, especially nowadays. The generation is like, share all your stuff. And I think that we're very much like, we're going to share all of our stuff, love me in my stuff. Mm. But actually, like, vulnerability, if you think about it in like a war sense, like, if someone's vulnerable, it means that they're they're an easy target. Like, they're easily, like, they're very close to being taken out. Yeah. yeah, there's, like, vulnerable areas within their armor. And so that's when we need people to come and, like, shield, like, come and protect and shield that person that is um, that. And I, I'm the same way. I think I kind of always have this mentality, even with God, where it was like, okay, I'll come to God when I kind of figure out my stuff. Like, it was almost like, yeah, like going and being like, okay, God, here's all my stuff. Here's the 10 things I need help with because I've already figured out what I need help with, if that makes sense. And so learning how to, in the swirl, 
go to the Lord. Yes. Um, and in the midst of the, you know, whatever, like being willing, I think laying down our pride and really being willing to go and say, God, I don't know what to do here. I don't actually have the next step. I don't have, I'm, I'm angry. Like yeah. even, I think sometimes we can go and be like, okay, God, like I repent. I was mad. Sorry. Forgive me. Okay. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And actually being able to go. And I think in the moments where we go to the Lord and say, God, I'm actually really angry about this. Um, or like this anger is arising in me. Actually, I have a friend of mine. Uh, her name's Angela. She's amazing. She shared with me a while ago. Okay, quick PSA. If you're walking alone at night, wear reflective. a reflective jacket. Quick bunny trail. My mom, if you know her, shout out Mom Lava. She's incredible. She actually bought a ton of reflective jackets and she keeps them in her car. And when she sees someone like that, she pulls over and she hands them and she goes, Whoa, your life has value. Jesus loves you. Please put this on. I guess this is a, you know, this is like a, a commercial ad. This is a commercial ad. So, okay. here's an idea. If you <laughs> find any at Goodwill, pick them up and give them out to people. Because sometimes <laughs> people are walking at night or, or just walking for a long walk and it gets dark and they don't realize it. So, that's a commercial break. Quick little tidbit idea. Exactly. We're going to go back to um, Swirl and stress and all that fun stuff. Oh, but my friend Angela shared this story with me, or she kind of explained it. She was talking about how, like, one day she was, she has a stick shift car, and she was driving, and she was, like, on a hill, and someone came up really, I think about this story every time I'm on a hill right behind someone, because when someone gets really close to me, I'm like, if I, my car rolls at all, I'm going to hit them. And I just think about, then I'm reminded of the story, because she said she got really, really angry. It was, like, road rage anger. And, like, she was, like, I had this moment where I was, like, so angry. And I was, like, God, like, why am I literally wanting to, like, I don't know, go out and, like, hurt the person behind me for getting so close to me? And she was, like, it was because I realized, like, like the Lord, she started processing this with the Lord. And she was, like, like, basically it was, like, this conversation between her and God. And God was basically, like, okay, what, why are you getting angry? And she was, like, because if I roll back, I'm going to hit them. Mm. And then she was, like, and they're, like, and then what would that she like felt more saying like and what would that lead to she's like and that that means that I have to pay for this mm. and then he was like do you not believe that I would provide for you in that mm. and then she kind of was able to go to this root belief where she realized I'm not saying this is like everyone has this but like she had found out she had this like root belief that like oh I actually there's areas that I still don't fully trust God with my finances mm. and so we I think like she would never came to that revelation because we can get so stuck and just go like, oh, and then just be like, oh, sorry, God, like, I got really angry, that was so random, huh? Rebuke some spirit of anger off of me, which <laughs> can be real. Yeah. But, like, being able to go into those places with the Lord, yeah. I think it can it can bring us into, like, greater, greater breakthroughs. Greater breakthroughs. Um, and so, I think having that, like, vulnerability. So, now, another question would be for you I'm curious what your responsibility is like what is the tension though of when to go to God and when to go to people because yeah I think that like sometimes we can so easily like I think community counsel all that stuff is so important like it's wisdom to seek counsel for certain things um but when is the level of like you're constantly going you know what I mean like if I'm calling you every day and you're like I need to, like I 
I just, you know what I mean? Like, where's, where's the, the level that I kind of have made you my savior? Yeah. Um, so I would say, what, what would you say is like a healthy balance or do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I think ultimately, ultimately, so if, if you really were to call me every day and be like unloading on me, mm-hmm. my, because of just what I've grown in and discipleship and whatnot, my automatic response would almost be like, hey, have you processed this with the Lord yet? Yeah. Um, and hopefully that would be also another friend, you yeah. know, that would, that would do that and not try and take on that Savior complex. Um, so I think healthily, as you grow in, in dealing with this world, if you're checking that you're going to the Lord first before going to other people, that would be the healthy balance. And if, because um, so often, I mean, just in my growth personally, like, like yeah, my, my tendency to want to go to somebody and unload or even just hear what they had to say to me so I could attach language or, <coughs> like, something to whatever my process was going through because so often I was like, I don't even know what to say about this. I don't even know how to begin processing. I have to process it with somebody else before I could process it myself. It, tur- it would turn into a really unhealthy friendship. Yeah. Right? Because then I, you're right, I would start depending on that person to listen to me, to process something, and then I wouldn't go to the Lord. And, it would, it, and if that person was unavailable, then it would be left unprocessed. Yeah. And I would suppress it, right? And so, you know, learning the hard way, I think the tension would be the, the steps. Like, I, I have to go to the Lord first in the sense of like, oh, that really, like, bugged me. Okay, why did that bug me? Yeah. Lord, what is that? Okay. And if I can, like, get peace around it then and, like, feel like I'm okay and I can move on and there's forgiveness and whatnot, then then I don't need to go to another person. Yeah. Right? And it it actually wouldn't be healthy for me to process with that other person because, because if I'm already, like, I feel in my heart it's already good then me processing with that other person and, and, and ripping it back open is actually just gossip. Well, potentially. Unless is, I'm like... Witchcraft. Yeah. Is it, oh, no, that's, that's rebellion. Sin. Rebellion. Okay. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but like, but like, you know, like, especially when it comes to processing about hurts that yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or injustice against you or whatnot, but, um, and obviously major injustices that require a lot of inner healing and whatnot, I would highly recommend doing it with somebody else and not just on your own. Yeah. Like, but if it's a swirl moment, my initial instinct has to be the Lord first and then other people. Yeah. That, that's what I said. I mean, yeah. I have to re- receive and open myself to receiving the truth of, of who God says I am first before I listen to anybody else say who I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because that ultimately, I think when the Lord speaks, it's like, and I think what you're so, you're so right in that being in that receiving mode, because anyone could say anything to you and say the most encouraging statement, but also if your heart isn't like soft to, to hear those words, to receive them, to allow those to actually like sink deep, then it's just going to always stay up here. It's never going to stick. And I think what's so awesome is when the Lord speaks, there's like this I don't know how to explain it, but it's like this thing of like, it actually, yeah, it's like, it's 
becomes truth. We're actually <coughs> transformed by his word. And yeah. we're able to, and, and that's yeah, obviously like, as we learn how to renew our mind, as we learn how to, um, you know, talks about that we'll be transformed by the renewing of our mind as we study the word as we study what God says as we take him at his word and believe what he says about us I think we become transformed from the inside out yeah um okay so last thing so we just pulled it to the driveway we did drive an extra loop, loop um which was great I just saw the light it's not it's it was I think my anyways my eye um I personally don't really remember exactly what I said earlier, but you had so much gold that you shared earlier. Mm. Is there anything that you can remember? Any like tidbits, whatever, that you feel like <coughs> you want to share? What's have a this is your hot hot nut hot box? No! Uh, <laughs> Soapbox! No, 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 no. <gasps> I was thinking, just for the record, we are not smoking anything. <laughs> we're in the car. not. I was thinking like hot. I, I mixed up hot seat and soapbox. <laughs> I said hot box. <laughs> this is your soapbox moment. <laughs> um, to sh- I guess to the person listening, to you know, let's imagine whoever's listening is in yeah. a bit of a swirl, in a bit of a. You can honestly share what you said to me. Or yeah. Whatever. Well, I mean, I don't I know exactly what I said because obviously it was an inspired moment. But it was it was really good. I wish you guys were there. I cried a lot. It was really sweet. Um, and I didn't for some reason. I usually do. That's okay. Um, and you needed to be strong for us <laughs> in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um. Oh, I was like, what if it's not recording? Okay, that would be funny. Um. Yeah, I think. Well, Lydia was. I'm exposing you again. Lydia was <laughs> coming to me with with kind of like the same questions of what of um oh shoot okay it's okay um we have 10 minutes text messages yeah oops oops, um she was sharing with me about how um basically she's swirling out because she she doesn't know what she's doing matters basically and and if she is gonna miss it kind of like summing Something yeah, maybe you I would just it. say, um, yeah, I think with what currently what I'm doing, just having this moment of like, is this the right, like, I think I sometimes have this fear of missing God. I think we all, you know, we hear that we all have a calling, that he has a specific purpose and a plan and whatever. And even in my individuality kind of thing, bend, I'm like, I, I don't want to miss what God has. And so um, today was just processing and just really like, am I doing the right thing? Am I going to miss God in this? Um, in, in just in some of the mundane moments, really being like, am I really living up to my potential? That's, so that's something that I was kind of swirling, doing better now, but was kind of just like processing and kind of questioning and got a little bit in my head and overwhelmed with those thoughts. Yeah. And, um, and I, I think, I think maybe what made her cry the most was this point, but, um, so get your tissues. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I was just reminded of, cause I'm going through the moment, uh, Song of Solomon and, um, and, and you can, you can look at it, the analogy and read it through the New Testament and how Jesus is the king and 
Shulamite, whatever is, is us, and, um, anyway, but basically, um, Jesus, like, like, calls to his, his, his beloved, he says, hey, like, I'm gonna go to the mountains, are you gonna come with me, and, and she basically, in her, in her weakness, in her immaturity, she, she basically says no, like no I'm gonna stay here because what I found here is is comfortable it's it's um it's what I know it's what I know and 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 God's like okay well I'm just I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the mountains and and you can come if you want but I'm gonna go and she goes okay go on go and it doesn't take very long for her to realize oh my gosh he went and I and I and actually I want to be with him um and the funny thing is, as you read it, she actually goes to the city where she actually, she knows where he is. He's at the mountains, but she goes to the city and the most powerful part is that he meets her in the city. And, and it's this kind of like really beautiful picture of, of, of Jesus being like, I've called you this one thing, but you said no to it. And, but, and then you went to search me anyway, you went to seek me out and pursue me anyway. So I'm going to meet you where you're at. I'm going to draw near when when you seek to draw near to me, I'm going to draw nearer still. And, and so in this, in Song of Songs, they, they, they meet up again in the city and it goes on and she eventually goes to the mountains with him, but, which is another thing. It's like, she eventually ends up, (laughs) she's crying again, Lydia's crying again, (laughs) but she eventually ends up like at the mountains where originally he called her to more sold out and more surrendered more in love with him than ever but it took her going to the city first getting up out of her desire to be with him but not quite not quite getting to the mountains but going to the city and he still met her there and I just think that's the kindness and the goodness and the and the loving uh, nature of who God is is that that even though he calls us to one place he'll meet us in the place that we end up going out of our own desire and and not out of our disobedience or rebellion, just our immaturity, go seeking for him elsewhere. And he's just, he's just so ready to meet us where we're at. And, and so even in, even in the context of the swirl, you don't have to be as afraid of the swirl because he, he meets us even in the swirl, right? Like he's like, <laughs> Lydia. <laughs> um, it's okay. I'm he, just, I'm still like, being, I'm still processing this story. <laughs> he like, he's just so good right and he he knows it's it's a swirl moment he's not afraid of those moments he's not afraid of those hard questions he's not afraid of those moments where we really are questioning whether what whether who we are matters and he's so willing to say like you know what like I know eventually we'll get to the mountains but right now you're in the city and I'm gonna come and meet you at the city and I'm gonna I'm gonna still speak truth to you I'm just gonna still call you my beloved even in your weak like your weak love is what you know, Mike Bickle talks about, he says he loves us even in our weak love for him. And it's, and that's, it's just beautiful. And it, that's, that's kind of the hope and, and the beauty and, and the wonder of, and mystery of, of this God we serve, right? And just even to add on to that too, this morning, I don't know, I just was reminded of this. This morning I was <coughs> watching a Bible project video on Mark. Yes. <laughs> Uh, shameless plug <laughs> bibleproject.com um and and it, it basically just quotes Jesus where I probably could have found it in the bible but it quotes Jesus after explaining all these things of how he came 
to to be the king and the messiah but not the one that everybody thought he was going to be because he basically says i came not to be to be served but to serve and i'm like what in the world like we have a god that not only leaves the mountains and meets us in the city but he comes like not expecting anything but to serve us and to show us what a what a life full a fully lived life as a human and like can be as and it's a servant it's it's humble it's low it's you not you just you have to give up entitlements at that point you have to give up rights when when the man Jesus the one that you've fallen in love with the one that saved your life came and said you know what i came here to serve and that's what he does in his love it's extravagant love he serves us and i just got wrecked this morning and i was just like who is who is this god and so you just get kind of well, lost in god we serve <laughs> <laughs> okay, no that wasn't yeah um, no that's so good but like it just kind of goes hand in hand of just yeah. like like in this world, you can get so caught up in the min- the minutia, and and like is that a word? That's a real good word. You should um, look it up. Okay, minutia. Dictionary.com. Minutia. <laughs> and and the little things and in in the mundane. Yeah. But when you when you when you look to the beauty of, of Jesus, mm. and this is this is even in the process, and and yes, you can go through really hard processes, and I'm not disregarding that. Hear me out. But even in that. You can look and be filled with wonder at the mystery of who God is and who Jesus is. This man who says, come to the mountains. Oh, I still love you. I'm going to meet you in the city. And in the city, I'm going to serve. I'm going to serve you because I love you. Which is just wild. Dang. That's going to pull me out of any swirl going forward (laughs) if I have any. Dang. That's so wild. Get that tattooed on your (laughs) face. (laughs) It's backwards so you can look at it in the mirror. Well, dang, that's so good. I love God. I love him. I, uh, <laughs> I love God, yeah. Um, I, the only thing that I thought of, which is kind of what you just shared, I just got very close to the microphone, <laughs> was I remember I had this moment um, with the Lord, and I was in a swirly moment or whatever, and I just remember the Lord said to me, Lydia, I'm so big you can't miss me and I just remember it was like this weird thing where I was like gosh like he was just like it was like almost funny like he was like do you know how big I am you just can't miss me and I just remember that was just something that was so like shoot that you're honestly right God you know and so obviously we're still seeking whatever but anyways Addie thank you yeah, for coming on my podcast this was such a my car is in whatever Addie will have to have you again I would love to um, Addie and I also have been talking about uh, this is like a, we're putting it in in faith yeah. maybe it'll be on here or we've been talking a lot about potentially just we want to learn more about politics yeah. <laughs> and just there's a lot of things we don't know so we've been talking about potentially starting a, like a little podcast where we just go deep into things that we don't know about yeah more like just things that are going on in the world specifically i think more in like politics realm because yeah. there's so much that i don't know and just kind of breaking down some things and taking you along that journey so that's something that's potentially in the works yes so if that's something that you're interested in let us know and we will we should if this goes well we'll continue we'll just make like 10 podcasts yeah okay great
Anyways, thanks again. Thanks again. Thanks again for tuning in, unless this is the first episode. And if it's the second, listen to the first. Um, I hope that you are blessed by this. I don't have a signature outro yet. Thanks for listening to our podcast. It's Lydia in a car and with a friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.